to episode 231 of Keithness Craft Collective. I'm Louise, you might hear the pod dog, there might be children in the background, but I hope you are well, so get your cup of tea and I'll let you know how Craft's been in Keithness this past almost month. Warning, this one might make you cry, so if you're not in that place of being able to be sad or cry and not totally be sad, so please skip this one. I am dedicating this episode to my lovely friend Paula Emmons Feasley, who sadly passed last month from ovarian cancer. I have tried to podcast a few weeks ago, but when I wrote out my memories of Paula, my words just didn't seem enough or the right choices. So I downed tools. I did think about you all, but I just didn't have the words properly yet. In fact, I probably still don't, but these are my words that I have written down now. I thought a bit more and I have found a poem called Remember by Christina Rossetti, which I'll read at the end of this this part. I knew Paula for about 10 years or so as we started podcasting about the same time and was lucky to have and met and spend time with her when she came to visit me in 2012 and then when I went to visit her in Maine retreat in 2014 and after that we met again at Edinburgh Yarn Festival on and off. She was an original internet influencer. Nowadays, an influencer is thrown about and, well, sneered at a a wee bit. But we started in a time when there was not really a living to be made by podcasting or online blogging. Her podcast was perfect to me. She was interested in so many things similar to me. And like a great deal of people, she touched us with her words. She loved nature. I love nature. She loved knitting. I love knitting. She loved Scotland. I kind of love Scotland. And I live here. She hosted the first knit along that I took part in and she encouraged me to run my own knitting retreat. She saw things I didn't but was very generous in spirit to share them with us. There are many people whose lives that she touched in person and online. And also, I don't for a second think that my grief is greater than yours who only ever listened and didn't get a chance to meet her. We will all miss her presence in our lives. When we lose someone in our lives, and goodness knows there's been a lot more this past year, the trivial things matter less, and telling those that we love that we love them. I also feel it's important to tell those that who we admire that we are fans. It shouldn't be in death when a person is told how their worth is displayed. It can be hard to be positive all the time, as you don't expect your loved ones just to not come home, or that celebrity not to shine, or just be there. So listeners, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate you taking the time to download and listen to me splaff on. So I'll read the poem for her. Remember me when I am gone away, gone far away into the silent land, when you can no more hold me by the hand, nor I half turn to yet turning stay. Remember we when no more day by day you tell me of our future that you planned. Only remember me, you understand. It will be late to counsel then or pray. Yet if you should forget me for a while, and afterwards remember, do not grieve. For if the darkness and corruption leave a vestige of the thoughts that once I had, better by far you should forget and smile than that you should remember and be sad. Christina Rossetti
Moving on to something that will fill up your heart, because it's, well, it's quite full with sadness, but um, I think we should try and fill it up with a little bit of light and cheery. Male Ski Knits has a newish venture. I say newish because she's been doing it for a little while, but um, this is when I've actually got it all sort of written down to talk to you about. It's called The Knitting Project Bag Collective. If you are a little overwhelmed with works in progress or you don't know what to work on, Mel has this new experience for you. She kind of gave me full access to it and I've had a lovely time reviewing it to tell you all about. I do like to help spread the word about yarny businesses and this started me saying bye. Can I talk about that? At the same time, she asked for some paid space on the podcast. And I honestly, it was like the scene at the restaurant where you argue about who's paying for it. No, I'll pay for it. No, I'll pay for it. No, I want to pay for it. No, I want to pay for it. And then granddad already has paid for it. I didn't want to get paid for this because I would mention it anyway because I like mail. But she's insisted. So as a disclaimer, I got sent some yarn and some fabric and the base bit a later. So I didn't take any cash for it, but I have taken goods for this to review. Okay. I met Mel at the Knitting Pipeline Main Retreat 2014 and we've stayed online friends ever since. She was a Paula influence. So you sign up for this and you get a log into the Knitters Project Bag Collective. There are lessons and you work through them at your pace and they can you can do them all straight away or you can do them over weeks and weeks and weeks if this is what suits you best. You get to mark the lessons off as complete so you don't lose your place, which I would imagine I would. The lessons themselves take one of three formats. There's written, audio or video. And I really like that because sometimes you're in a reading mood or a listening whilst I walk the dog mood or watching Mel's cheery face mood. (laughs) Of the three, they're very well balanced and so far I've been left wanting more which I think is Mel's cunning plan. It's a place to get yourself organised. And I think that the way she's done this, it won't stop at just your knitting projects, but in other crafts and tasks in your life. And there are some patterns that are really lovely and reasonably quick to make that she's got. And you can have a chat with other people too. So if you've missed the community on Ravelry, this is a nice place to venture out into. You've already got mail in common. So if you go to Encourage Better, you can sign up there. The cost is worth it for what you'll get. This uses an app called Kajabi, which you don't need because you can do this on your laptop, but it does make it easier on the phone. Now for balance, because it wouldn't be fair that I was just all singing all dancing and then you would just be like, oh, well, it's just the wee scene that's all singing all dancing. And I don't know if I believe her, but for balance, and I don't think this is unfair, and it's actually nothing to do with mail. It's me. I got a new phone um, recently and it's an Android as opposed to an iPhone. And I can't work it properly yet. And I got it the first week that I was doing the review. So there's certain things that you download and I didn't know where they'd gone. So um, it, might, it was a little bit frustrating for me. And there was things when I was trying to mark it off, it was going a bit funny. So... I think it's just me, but it might be because it was more aimed at looking at an iPhone as opposed to Android. 
but I think I honestly think it was more me. And I was my user error, and I think that's about the only, not even negative, but pointing out that it isn't all, ah, it's all singing, all dancing, because then you know that I might not actually, I'm, I'm just telling you what I found. I want to give you a balanced approach. So I would recommend this because you will get something out of it, and if not, lots and lots out of it. So that is the Knitting Project Bag Collective and this is Male Ski Knits and I'll put the notes in the show notes so you can go and sign up too. section. Well, I not only picked back up my Severine cardigan by the very stylish Vanessa Smith, I've been working on it. (laughs) You can hear the smugness in my voice. Not millions, so not millions of smugness, but enough to say that I've started back on it. I'm using uh, yellow tweed yarn on a cone from Scotch Tweed and I have a black dress that's got yellow flowers on it that this is to go with for summer. Don't think it'll be finished uh, before summer starts, but it will certainly be a cardigan in my future. (laughs) Now, speaking of Scotch tweed, I bought a metre of our new Guardian of Scotland tartan from their Guardian of Scotland range. I can't remember what it's exactly called. It's just the purple one. It's beautiful purple. And if you like purple, Ella, or other purple fans... (laughs) because why not, then this will be a great addition to your wardrobe. Oh, I'm hearing a birdie tweeting. Hopefully you can too, it's very nice. I'm making a skirt for work. Uh, The pattern is from my dressmaking book by DC Collins, which you can, it's a download and print off and stick together version. And it's basically a front with darts and two backs with darts. And a zip. Um, And it's got a vent as well. It's very important to have a vent so you can walk. And it took ages to set the pattern up on the fabric. And and then I was even pinning the um, two layers together because you cut the front on the fold. And because it's tartan, I was trying to keep it as straight and true as possible. So it's not squint and... Yeah, it was horrible to... I'm going to have to cut this because it's not like wool or knitting or crochet where you can just redo it, take it out and redo it and get it right. It's If it's cut, it's cut. So you always measure a thousand million times, get somebody else to have a look at it and then cut. <laughs> now, I now need to cut the lining and also order a skirt zip. I didn't know there's such a zip, but there is. It's a concealed zip too. And I have 10 20 inch concealed zips, but this one's a 7 or 9 inch concealed zip. I've got quite a few 9 inch zips, but they're not concealed. And I know I could shorten the 20 inch zip, but I don't want to. So I'm going to order me some. And then I'm kind of hoping that this skirt will be, or that pattern will be quite good. I was panicking as well because I downloaded the size that I thought it was and then I measured my bum which seems to be 
the size slightly bigger. So then I cut, when I cut the pattern out, I'm not 100% sure if I was cutting, because it was giving you two sizes in that one, and I'm not 100% sure I was cutting the right one. Because it, it wasn't quite as good as the magazine one that I downloaded and cut out. But, and it took me ages to work out that um, A, B, C, D, like the grid it had it on the way it worked out for sticking it together. So I was kind of guessing and going for the obvious bits first. And the pattern that I downloaded the last time from the magazine, it had a, a quite a handy chart on one of the pages and it sort of showed you everything was numbered, like A1, A2, A3. And then it had a master plan, like Oasis, for... Sorry, that's one of my favourite songs, the master plan by Oasis, for um, where A3, A4 went on your pattern. Anyhow, I'm, I did cut it out and I gave it a good inch around the hips. So I'm hoping that the two inches will be enough for the bum area, the hip area. <laughs> because whilst I did the running, I didn't stop the eating. And um, it's fine for as long... I don't... I'm not fat, right? But... I would be upset if I cut this too small rather than cutting it big and then fitting it properly because it's always in the fit when you're dressmaking. Always in the fit. So, yeah. So that's um, at the stage. It went back upstairs to sit with its pattern stuck to it and I've even got the thread. <laughs> I didn't think about the thread. Oh, I need to do the interfacing as well. So I'll do that when I do the lining. So, yeah. Anyway. Also in sewing... And I forgot about this until today because I was thinking, I haven't actually done all that much for the amount of time that I've not spoken to you. But I finished the lap quilt that I was making for a friend with MS and I sent it off to her. I got a lovely message back. So I really hope that it made her day in the manner that it was sent off. She's a very so worthy person. So I'm hoping that it, she sits and enjoys that fabric as much as I enjoyed using that fabric to make it. And then I started another quilt because I was enjoying the sewing of the quilt and I used two charm packs and the charm pack is five inches squares and they're pre-cut so you can put them together how you want and then I was considering using a quilt block called the Disappearing Nine Patch but because the charm packs that I had they were quite busy in pattern whilst there was... Um, differences in tones and there's lights and darks um, there was too much pattern so I thought it would be quite busy and then I asked mum and I asked my quilt friend Joan and they both kind of agreed with me which was good and Joan says I didn't want to say that but I'm glad that you agree with me and I was like yes well done Louise <laughs> so I quite enjoyed finding a pattern and sewing it together and I really just love the sewing part and then right on the last roll, I had gone a little bit skew with, so it's about half an inch, not quite over. So I undid a few of the squares and resold them and then did a tiny correction or straighten it. And uh, it's, well, I'll straighten it by about a quarter inch, but not half an inch because that needs alteration in my head. I've cut the binding ready. 
And also the back is ready, but I need to order the wadding because I've not done that yet. So I could do that alone with a zip. And I have taken out fabric for my next quilt that I want to make for my bed. And because I don't actually know what that other quilt's for, it's a lap size really. So it could either be for the sitting room or possibly the caravan. Although I would like to make a blue and green patterned coloured quilt for the caravan because that's the colours in the caravan and it would be nice to have matchy matchy. However, I'm not really a matchy matchy person to that extent. So if it goes in there, it'll be nice. And if it just goes in the sitting room, because we'll not be going in the caravan anywhere anytime soon, but it could end up in there or it could just be for my knee in here. You never know. Um, but it's for me and that's probably why it's not getting finished anytime soon. Right, so the next quilt I've taken out and it's, I think it was called Eclectic Mix Fabric and it's patterns and it's got um, old styled stuff on, like old tickets. There's two fabrics of maps and then there's uh, measuring tapes and old, old bottle tops and um, it's a set that goes together. So... I have, I think, a charm pack in it as well, and there's some fat quarters. And I was looking through my um, jelly roll and charm pack on layer cake book, and Richard and I discussed which one we landed, and we've, because he'd be lying underneath it too. And he says, Is this a duvet or a quilt? And I says, Well, it's a, it's a quilt like, not a duvet <laughs> cover. Um, it's a quilt so it'll be perfectly made for summer it's Christmas time again because it sat upstairs and then the second week of my holidays was the running the 42 mile week I walked a lot of them but I was too tired to do any crafting so the fabric has just sat and I actually did put it back in its bag Um, but it's quite I put it back with the book and the pattern so we're kind of a little bit further down the road I've also been working on knitting wise a vanilla sock for Richard using West Yorkshire Spinners candy cane sock yarn yes it is Christmas but um yes <laughs> it's now April and I had it almost to the foot on the first one I'm on the second sock I try it on them and um, I don't think this is right. I knew there was something not quite right. I knew my, my numbers weren't right at all. And he goes, oh, it's too big. And I went, do you know what? And I took it off and I just ripped it out straight away. And he went, oh. And I went, no, it's not. if it's worth doing, it's going to be proper. So I ripped it back. And I've now done all that back to that knitting and got back onto the foot. There's something quite nice about when you've ripped something back and you've had to rewind your ball of yarn and you get past where you have rewound your ball of yarn isn't there or is it just me but I haven't actually knitted this week um, being back at work I've been quite tired I did however last night watch the great British sewing bee which is back on again we're on episode two now it was delightful I love it and Angela and I message each other during it and Daisy watches it too. It always encourages me to go to the sewing machine. Oh, oh, 
and crafty wise I think that's it hmm, it was a bit of stopped wasn't it so we've been gardening planting things which is lovely and in my sunroom I've got my tomatoes um, and cucumber a curry plant a couple of lavenders some more herbs that I can't remember the name of and then we've got some chilli plants ooh they need potted on see I really love potting on parts or planting it's the next part of I can't be bothered with <laughs> but you know Richard's quite good at that kind of side of things and then he forces me to do the weeding so between us we get there um, and I've listened to a couple of books um, I'll tell you about them in a second and I've st- had taken home Ivanhoe by Walter Scott to read and I, I, just, I just can't get into it and I took it home quite a while ago now and I said to him at the start of the whole day he says right I'm going to do 10 minutes reading a day because this is quite a difficult book to get into so I think 10 minutes and then maybe I might do a bit more because I'm kind of trying to do this and he's such a good idea and he's currently got a book that he's, he's you know how they say you can't pick a book pick, pick, pick <laughs> Peter Piper picked a pick of pick of papers but Louise can't even say you know when you can't put a book down well he says I can't pick this up and I says I know how you feel so I've been a bit berating myself that I've not been sitting reading books because I've got quite a few in the house that I could get through and then one day I was on Facebook and I started reading a part of a book that was an advert and I was like, oh, this is a bit trashy, but I want to know what happens. And so then I downloaded it on Kindle and I finished it the next day. And I thought, oh, I can't believe I read that. It was just complete trashy novel. But then I thought, well, do you know what? I'm reading. And does it matter what it was? I'm getting back into it. So that's what I've done. So listening, I really enjoyed when I was working um, on the quilts. I don't listen at work. <laughs> Um, I was listening to We Are Legion, We Are Bob by Dennis E. Taylor and it is a science fiction dystopia one and also A Wizard of Earthsea by Ursula L. K. Le Guin which is a fantasy and this is a children's book but, and I never read it when I was a kid but I didn't kind of think of it as a, a children's book as such I thought it was, it was very well written it's quite a famous a children's literature classic. I don't know if it's a modern classic or not. I wonder how modern does it have to be to be modern? Mm, don't know. Answering a postcard. But both are series and I'm I'm not sure if I want to go back to either yet. So I'm going to space them out. But I did enjoy both and would recommend both of them. So, Ironing Corner. Hello to Jules Ferguson, uh, Never at a Loose End, Nora Howley, hello Nora, Joey Bettany, Janet Glochlin, and Karen Tolmy. Some of you are ironing and some of you are not. Some of you aren't sure if you own an iron, but you do have five, but you don't think any of them work. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hello to you all my friends, hello in the car, hello in the bus, hello in the train, or the plane, 
you'll all have your masks on. Maybe not in the car. And a hello to you who are forced listeners. You're my favourite. Now, I'm going to play out with the pipes. This might make you cry. So that's your warning. This episode, again, is dedicated to my lovely friend Paula, who loved the bagpipes, and I will miss her so. Thank you for listening, and keep on crafting. And as Paula said, what Paula would say, haste you back.